East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. Hi! Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Yo. (laughs) So, I figured we would do this at the beginning of the episode because then people will hear it, if that makes sense. I mean, everyone listens to the end, but whatever. So, welcome to episode 42. Yes. Also, the secret thing has been found. We didn't discuss this. I figured we would do three people. No, you never talked to us about anything. I thought we, I texted it. I don't no, know. No, you never text anything. But, so two people found it so far, and it was like one, and then the next one was like not even 10 minutes later. You know, you know when that discussion happened? When I messaged the second person saying that I would discuss it with all of you to Maybe see. Maybe that's why I saw it. And then she never discussed it. I don't remember. But anyway. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I thought. But anyway, I feel like we should do three just because, yeah, see, I said I think we should extend the prize to th- the first three people because it's so hard to find. When? Right here after I said it's been found. I'm not reading all that, to all that, no. Oh, okay, so should I send one sentence text yes, messages? that's literally how I read. That's why I send uh, it that way. Now I know. Okay, fine. Because I will only read the first line, which is the big letters, and then never read the rest of it. Fine. Just like when I don't click on your stuff that you send me. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> anyway, so it's been found by two people. So a third person can come ahead, come ahead, go ahead and find it if they can. Nobody post how you found it. I'll beat the both of you. Cause Just leave it at that. Yeah. Just nobody post how you find it. Nobody say anything. And Lorraine's made her decision on how we're going to reward these people. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so bad. Anyway, so yeah, there that is. So don't forget to uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. Check out our website at ECC the podcast. Find the super secret thing. And uh, don't forget to screenshot and send it to one of us. Isn't the website different? Is I it? said ECCthepodcast.com. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Lift it. My bad. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you breathe on it. <laughs> it's like I was watching the Taskmaster. She's trying to light her candle. And they had to, it was a cupcake with a candle on it, so they tried to get it out. You to got light it? The other candle. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like in the house there was like different things there was like a fan and like bubbles and the guy goes fucking bubbles or something like that and as soon as he said it it like blew out the candle <laughs> literally me right now what am I doing but yeah anyway so don't forget to follow us on all of that so yep. then we can post and then also 
never mind. Let's Guys, just please get on Lorraine about sending uh, sound clips because I've been asking this woman. I want TikToks. I want TikToks, okay. and this woman will not send us sound clips. Maybe when you start reading my whole text. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've been it's embedded at the end of it. <laughs> 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 I want the TikToks. I am ready for this. Those are going to be something Why even better. Why don't you just take TikToks of us hanging out while we're recording? No. And also sound clips. Because these are going to be funny. I mean, we're funny. There's a GoPro at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought so that. so non-confrontational. <laughs> Is that... No. I'll bleep it out. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. My kid just got it. Hey. Wait, come the other one. Oh yeah, I thought they said we didn't get anything. I think it was his, and he just gave it to him. Oh, it's how nice! Things. Yeah, when you're broken, I guess you can't use the GoPro because it'll just stare at the same spot all day. <laughs> <laughs> he was so horrible about it. Yeah, Yo, but it's like a fish so island. Yeah, like, the why whole time. is he like so grown though? You should have seen him after y'all left. We had a birthday party for both of my kids because they're born one day after another. They're not twins. They're two years apart. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a joint birthday party for them. But the, he was so cute after you guys left. He was talking to our uncle. And the, he was making him laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the first time I've seen you smile. Like, genuinely smile <laughs> all night. <laughs> he was just like... Straight face after that. Oh my god. Your fault. Love him so much. When did Tessa leave? So we were like leaving. We were like got down the street. And then I was like, Tessa didn't leave with us. And Jonathan was like probably like half an hour. Maybe she was sitting. Yeah, she was sitting with us. Yeah. Yeah, no, because then Jonathan was like, My sister gets along with your family. She wants to stay and have fun. That's all that matters. Yeah, we, we <laughs> and were I was talking. like, we I'm all talking for a bit. I know. I was like, I mean, I don't care. I just realized <laughs> she's still there. <laughs> like, like, we left her. <laughs> all right, y'all. Enough shenanigans. Let's get this started. Okay, where are we going? Oh shit! Where's your gun? I got my gun. Right there. I don't Jesus even know where Christ. we're going. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I can't see anything. So. I'm going Virginia. Wrong. You hit West Virginia. That's almost east close. Uh, Same thing. Oh, yeah. It's Virginia. I triggered him. West. Yeah, did you did. Did you pick it up? No. No. Uh, north or south? It's over here on my north. Side. I was gonna say Minnesota, but that is <laughs> not. I can't see. Matt. Uh, <laughs> is that a G? No, that's a CT. Connecticut. That's a GQ. <laughs> Oh, you hit, hit New Mass- Hampshire. Oh. Where were you going for? Connecticut. No. <laughs> Is it north? South. Maryland. Oh, that was a blank. <laughs> <laughs> no, it got stuck. It, got it stuck. <laughs> it stuck. Turn it the other oh. way. Yeah, there you go. It's going to do that thing where it fizzles out. <laughs> was it Maryland? No. Pennsylvania. New Jersey. Delaware, isn't it? No. New Jersey? No. What? Uh, what? New York? Yes. Why did I answer South? I didn't say South. Yeah, I said Connecticut. And and I said South, and you said yes. South from Connecticut? It's right next to Connecticut. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're bordering each other. I'm sorry. I missed that whole state up there. Oh New York. Uh. <laughs> Look, I can't see and you still. <laughs> she needs a nap. We actually had like a good breakfast today and coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. And uh, we need clocks a nap now. sprang forward last night. So I don't want this. I'm not talking about the lighter. I'm just talking about being awake right now. Oh. <laughs> she looks so devastated while touching well, the lighter. <laughs> the faster we do this, the faster we can get home. That's also a lie. My hand hurts. Okay. So, honestly, I've been wondering if we've even done this person. I've checked four different times, and on our thing, it says no. But I guess I've just been researching it forever and keep going back to this person. <laughs> I just remember him so vividly. I was going to say, I only know, what, two people from New York that we've A done? couple. Okay. The Iceman, the yeah. Albert Fish. Yeah. That's Maybe that's two. why, because he's so much like Albert. Oh, oh. thanks. Do we need a <laughs> disclaimer on this one? No, I think okay. this one's okay. Well, well, we'll if you listen to Albert Fish and if he's like him, y'all already know. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I've hardened my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Linda's going quarter flash over here. Harden my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about an Arthur Shawcross. Have we talked about him? No. no. Okay. I've never even heard of the man. <laughs> Me either. Okay. So he was born June 6th, 1945. <laughs> Can you spell that for me? I spelled his name really wrong. Or no. Arthur. Arthur. A R T H U R. Cross that out. You don't remember Arthur Reed? Yeah. I, I put an A R U T H U R. Is my kid Arthur? What was it? Shawcross? S H A W C R O S S. Okay, that one was easy. That was easier than Arthur. June what? 6th, 1945. Okay. In Kittery, Maine. Sorry. Oh my God. This is like when my dad was like K I T T E R Y. Dad was like, enunciate. It's not titter, it's Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) He did say that. (laughs) To you? Uh, Just to the general audience of the birthday party. (gasps) Hey, calm the f*** down. Sit. (laughs) I literally just took my leg off the chair. (laughs) You make him nervous. Why? He doesn't want you to leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has abandonment issues. Okay. That's not my fault, but... It's not mine either. Don't look at me. Anyways... Oh. Date of birth, June 6, 1945. He is the oldest of four, and he was born one month premature. Hmm. It is theorized that he has, I don't know what the condition is called, whatever it is, but an XYY chromosome. Chromosome? So he has an extra Y. Isn't that autism? I don't know. They called it something else. No, that's not the same thing. XYY? It's, that's just what it's called. XYY syndrome. Yeah. Nord. Something. I know. That's National Organization <laughs> for Rare Diseases. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, so it was explained that he is supposed to have normal intelligence, but lower intelligence than the siblings. It says that it's associated with on the autism spectrum, but it's not clearly explained. Anyway, listen, guy on YouTube said this. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, his father was Arthur Roy Shawcross, and his mother was Elizabeth Bessie whatever Shawcross. What's uh, his dad's I, name? Andrew. Arthur. Can you spell that? His dad's name was Arthur too. Arthur Roy. Okay. And his mom's name was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. His dad was in the military, and while his dad was finishing his tour with the military, the mom moved the kids to Watertown, New York, while he was still while Arthur, the son, was still young. There's a little bit of information there, but we'll get to that in a bit. Can't hit that yet. <laughs> <laughs> This one, this one got me all sorts of junked up, man. Not even going to lie. Okay. But at five, it was said that he was still using baby talk and that he was a frequent bedwetter and also suffered from constant nightmares. Oh, yeah. So that's at five. At six, he had started running away from home. Oh, at, my gosh. Yeah. At seven, it was said it was said that he had imaginary friends, that he started talking to them around that time. And at eight, he started being isolated in school. He was called odd for the way that he was. He was supposedly lazy, aggressive, and a bully. At the age of nine, he suffered a very traumatic head injury. Oh, no. Here we go. He was hit in the head with a stone. He ended up having to be hospitalized. He got stitches. He experienced numbness because of how hard he was hit. And he had a permanent knot on his head. Holy how crap. fucking rude. Just saying. Just because. Uh, I can't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yo, I would have beat the shit out of that other kid. I don't know what happened. I just know he got hit in the head with a stone. It could have just been flying from somewhere else. Who knows? <laughs> Okay, chicken little. <laughs> this guy's falling. So shortly after that, it said that he had suffered another head injury, but he did not suffer as severe damage as this one. So I can't exactly remember what happened, but it was not as bad as this but one. But it's still another head injury. Yeah. like And damaged. Yeah, I just did that again. Ew, did you pop a pimple? I did. I Ew. scratched it. Can you get me a napkin? Look at it. Ew. <laughs> I can't hold this anymore. Pause. Take my headphones off. (laughs) Take your own headphones off! (laughs) She's over here. I can't hold this anymore. I'm hot. Ah, those tissues are very close to the flame. Psycho. We almost blew up! (laughs) Linda over here using paper. Would you like... Yes. No food. Yes. Food? Where are we going? Food? (laughs) You're hungry? We just ate! I usually have a big breakfast. That's why I don't eat lunch or dinner. We just had a big breakfast. That was not a big breakfast. Well, you still got some tissue stuck on your face. She fine. She's going to need it later anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Nope. Okay. So. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> um, Traumatic. His mother. His mother states... Go on. I'm that- <laughs> 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 Wait, can you please? 
I have no clue, you guys. So we're all on the same boat. Hold on. Oh, I just I'm gonna make sure it's my so- my dog is coming in to make sure that Linda's okay. Turn it. Unpause it. She sent this to me this morning crying. She called me crying. Well, Alice, it seems we both got autism, haven't we? (laughs) Well, that's good to know. Describe yourself to me in three words. I'm not sure. Dear God, what happened? <laughs> I told her, I was like, I had to call you. I had to call you before I sent this to you because I, I did not, I clearly did not have the same reaction. <laughs> She's like, I don't know if I'm just so tired. <laughs> I broke her. <laughs> Come on. I'm cr- I'm crying, laughing. She is. <laughs> oh God! It was just the best thing to wake up to. Honestly, <laughs> uh, we're never gonna get through this episode. Oh God! Where was I? Woo! <laughs> he got hit in the head with another rock. <laughs> You started saying about something about his mom. I don't remember Jesus. what it was. Do we need to put her outside in the cold and bring her back? It's Probably. so hot in here. Dude, stop that. Okay, I'm back, I swear. That's what I know. He's been eating his butt because he just walks up to you and he's like... Ew. <laughs> okay. His mom said that he maintained the AV average for the first two years of school, but after that, he kind of slowly declined. And in all honesty, if he's considered odd, I don't see. <laughs> I wish I could translate for y'all, but I she can't. She said that. According to his mother, he had an AB average but then he started to <laughs> decline but if he's considered odd I don't see why this matters oh <laughs> thank you you're welcome see I can't read her lips right now because I don't have my glasses or anything on so I'm like fine <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> someone slapped the can- shit out of her I'm gonna can blow you- your candle out can you go catch some Pokemon for me just go over there. Go, go, go for a I walk. I swear to God, I'm good now. Yo, as she throws up in <laughs> her mouth. Unity Day, I forgot. <laughs> Arthur says 
that by the time he was nine years old, that his mom once sodomized him. <laughs> his aunt would perform oral sex on him. What? Why are you laughing about that? <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> it's not funny. This isn't funny. This is very tragic, you guys. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Okay, it said that... (laughs) Okay, wait, I got this. (laughs) It said said that by the time he was nine years old, his mom would sodomize him and that his aunt would perform oral sex on him. But that's honestly from him saying that, not from anybody else. There's no proof uh, stating this. And there's actually some things saying that... um, he, when he came out saying that his aunt would perform oral sex on him, that he didn't even give the right aunt's name. Yeah, like, he got his aunt's name wrong. And I'm just like, how? The one thing you needed to get right and you failed miserably. It's a shiny Aloan Sandshrew. Oh! He's so cute. And still, around this year, like, around this time, it's actually said that Arthur's... Like, so Arthur's dad was already back from the military and all that stuff. He's living with them now in Watertown, New York. And it said that by the age of nine, Arthur's mom had actually found out that he had his more dad, huh? No. That his dad had a wife and son in Australia. What? Damn. Yeah. And his parents were like still together. So it wasn't like the parents had split up or anything like that. She just found out that he had a whole other family elsewhere. So I'm assuming that's from, like, his military travels. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was a military guy. I just said that he came back from the military. I know. (laughs) It's stated that Arthur had to repeat the fourth grade. And so at this point, he was bullied and being a bully to other children that he was becoming more aggressive. And what are you, 10 in the fourth grade? I'm assuming. Well, if he failed, yeah. Yeah. And then he starts stealing. He was tested at this time and had an IQ of 86. Oh. Yeah. No. At age 13, the family moves to Brownsville, New York. And around this time, like his early teenage junior high years, he claims, so Arthur claims that he starts having a sexual relationship with his sister. Okay. Yeah. So his sister's younger than him. What, what, how old she was at this time? I don't know. Because I don't have the ages or names of his siblings. I'm Mm. just going to put that out there now. Don't come at me, people. She'd been researching this so long she forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Minor details. Minor details. Right? No notes. Well, (laughs) Well, no, it's not even that. It's because the fact that, like, he claimed all of these things, but none of it is substantiated yeah at age 15 he ends up failing the eighth grade and this is when it says 15 oh yeah he got held back i know i know and yeah okay (laughs) sorry it just sounds so old (laughs) anyway um so he fails the eighth grade and then this is when it is stated that the mcdonald triad is becomes present in his life. So he has the bed wedding still. He starts setting fires and he's torturing animals now. Oh no. And at the age of 15, he still continues to use baby talk. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Like at, 
What, what do you consider baby talk? I'm just a baby. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What do I you guess. Mean you don't I don't know. know. I, I don't know, know if... It, is that what they... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. When you're... Like, when... Wh- how... I don't know. I don't know. I thought he was going around going jagukoo <laughs> That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> if he's doing it at five, that's what I'm imagining. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, I it's just below assumed, where he should be. Yeah. At age 16, he has another head injury. Jesus. Where he is knocked unconscious for several hours and spends four days in the hospital. I'm going to need someone mm-hmm. to bubble wrap this child. That's three so far. Yeah. Well, at this point... <laughs> that we know of. I think oh, he's I screwed know. anyway, because he's already torturing animals and shit. Whoop. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee. What, what is happening with the <laughs> two of you? <laughs> and then, still at the age of 16, <clears throat> he actually starts burglarizing. I thought he was already stealing. I guess stealing's different than burglarizing, because now he's going into homes and doing Yeah. That. Okay. Homes, businesses, not the banks yet. Yes. Fair enough. At age 17, he decides to drop out of school. Mm-hmm. What year is this now? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Leslie, what year? 62. Okay. 1962? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sounds about right. I have the years going two more down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At age 18, he is arrested for breaking into a Sears... Oh, dang. And he does 18 months probation. He also has another head injury. Jesus. Where he is hit in the head with a sledgehammer and unconscious for several hours again. It does not, it did not say that he was hospitalized for this one. So that's four, right? Yeah. Yeah. A sledgehammer? Yeah. How did he he, survive that? That's what I'm saying. And he didn't die? Metal plates? I don't know. That bitch ain't having no metal plates in his head in this. Did you see that face she made at me? (laughs) No. Anyway, continue. Okay, so in 1964, see? (laughs) (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha ha. He is 19 and he marries Sarah. I do not have Sarah's last name, or at least maiden last name, but it ends up being Shawcross, so that counts, right? Oh, Lord. They end up having a son together, but by 1965, they get divorced, and Arthur gives up his rights, gives up his rights to his one-and-a-half-year-old son. Jeez. I mean, good for the kid. Right? Because you'll never believe what happens next. Um, I believe it. <laughs> oh, man. He's um, eating the kids. No. By 20, he is actually arrested for attacking a 13-year-old boy because the boy threw a snowball at his car. But he didn't attack anybody else who hit him over the head with a sledgehammer? Apparently not. Well, he knocked out for a couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, where'd they go? He came to and was like, shit, my head hurts. Uh, He did six months probation for that, and mental health officials professionals, officials, whatever, when they did an evaluation on him, they said that he is considered an, um, or they diagnosed him with emotionally unstable personality. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> when did they find out he had an extra Y chromosome when he was little? No, it's just theorized that he did. They never actually did testing on oh, him, okay. but they're, I think later on in life, 
they might, like, when they did evaluations and stuff like right. that, they just assumed that he did. Mm, you know what they say about assuming? Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So in 1966, <laughs> he's actually drafted into the U.S. Army. No! <laughs> now we're going to have more head injuries. <laughs> he sustains another head injury. <laughs> I called it. Around, I wrote, it says something about this April 7th, 1967, possibly. He falls off a 40-foot ladder. Holy crap. I'm just saying. It was a little high. Ha! is he still alive he probably bounced could you imagine got a hard head (laughs) no i feel slightly bad for this kid man sort of just like the head injuries thing and the Mm -hmm. falling off of a ladder no 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 yeah well in september of 1967 he ends up marrying his second wife linda (laughs) how was it linda I don't know. We'll get there in a minute. Okay. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> and in October, he is sent to Vietnam. So he is deployed to Vietnam. So Arthur claims that he is part of a one-man patrol, that he has killed 39 combatants and is claimed to have murdered and cannibalized women in these villages. What the fuck? <laughs> Who claims that? He does. I mean, obviously. <laughs> but, like, what the fuck? Hmm. Now I'm trying to think if he really did that. And I, <clears throat> we're, I guess we're getting there. But, like, let's go. I guess I'll just tell you now. Like, all those claims were false. He had actually pulled them from books and movies that he had seen about the, the Vietnam here. War. Or just <laughs> Why are you going to ruin my life like that? And he was did actually... He actually- was he actually deployed to Vietnam? Uh, he was a supply parts specialist. So he was a clerk that just handed out supplies. He never actually saw combat. Okay. Okay. He completed one tour and then he went back home. In 1969, he was honorably discharged from the army. But once he gets home, he physically attacks his wife. Oh, I asked you how it went, Linda. <laughs> Got attacked. They end up divorcing. And around this same time, so, like, this is all still 1969, he ends up setting fire to a paper mill company and then to a cheese company. Okay. Not the same place. No, no, no. I understand Two separate establishments. Um, One, rude about the cheese. Two, meh, about the paper. It's still a building where people worked and now they don't work anymore. But I'm more upset about the cheese. Anyway, why did she switch her nose at me? <laughs> I'd be more upset about paper. <laughs> I know you. You're much more lactose intolerant than I am, though. Actually, you care about your lactose intolerance. I'll just find the nearest bathroom. Anyway, he was arrested in December and convicted of arson. He's given five years. Oh, does he serve all of them? No. No. Oh. He's actually paroled after two because he saved the life of a prison official during a riot. What the fuck? So they lessened his sentencing because Get he saved out. someone. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. And he ends up moving to Watertown, New York. Again, where he was in between all this. I don't know. It wasn't Watertown. He went to Vietnam for a bit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Around April of 1972, he marries... 
his third wife, Penny. Oh, I was like, what? And then I remembered his first wife he has a kid with. His first wife, yes, he has a kid with. His second wife, he beat her, and then they divorced, and then this is his third wife. Okay. So the 7th of May, a 10-year-old boy by the name of Jack Blake goes missing. Arthur is considered a suspect, but they don't have any physical evidence, so he's taken in for questioning, but let go. Four months later, so around September, a little eight-year-old girl by the name of Karen Ann Hill ends up going missing. She vanishes from her front yard, and within a 24-hour period, her body is found. Oh, geez. When they did their initial investigation, they looked over her body and everything. Well, just seeing it from the crime scene, they could tell that she was raped, strangled, and then there was dirt, mud, and grass shoved into her mouth. Oh, damn. So someone had said that they had actually saw, had actually seen Karen near a bike that looked like the one that Arthur rode around. And so he was immediately considered a suspect and he was brought in for questioning again because they do not have actual physical evidence to put him at the crime scene. But he realizes that they know something. He offers up a plea deal and says, look... I'll tell you where Jack's remains are if you lessen my sentencing for this one. And so because they knew that in court they had nothing to go off of, they took the deal. He's an idiot. I mean, yes. And, like, if they literally had nothing, they literally had nothing. Yeah. Like, if he just kept quiet, nothing would have happened. But he was still considered a suspect. So he figured that this was his best way out because if they kept investigating, what happens if they do find something and then he gets 25 to life? No, this time he gets a lesser sentence and he shows them the skeletal remains of Jack but he's, and pleads guilty to Karen. I feel like he's still going to get like 25 to life, but just no death sentence or something. He got a maximum of 25 years. What, what the fuck? He killed someone. Yeah, he only got two it for someone's. Two, two someone's. He only got it for Karen and for Jack. What is it? He was acquitted. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He got nothing for Jack. Wow. So even though he pled guilty to both of them because they had agreed to it, he only got a of maximum the- of 25 years for manslaughter for Karen. There was something I was going to ask. I don't remember what it is anymore. It literally just like... In the wind. <laughs> In between all of this, he ends up divorcing Penny. It has the, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did any of that was, that was last April? more than a year? None of them lasted so. more than like two I feel like the years. one where he went to Vietnam did because. Yeah, when he came back, that's when he. Because he was gone for a bit. So he wasn't there. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so on October 17th, 1972, that's when he got his sentencing and everything and he gets manslaughter for Karen and he only gets 25 years. Manslaughter? Mm-hmm. Like it was an accident? Oh. <sighs> We're good. But, but throughout all of this, he actually only ends up serving 14 and a half years. Of the 25, because... For what? what? He saved someone else? 
No, because he was a model citizen, he ends up having a pen pal. And in order for him to get released early and on good behavior, he has to have someone that he has a quote unquote relationship with that can put him up in a home and get him a job. So this pen pal had both ready for him. And because he was considered a model citizen, he was let out on good behavior, even though they did not feel like he should be. But he was doing everything that he was supposed to. What the fuck? Yeah. I. Okay. April 30th, 1987. He is released to a Rose Wiley, which was his pen pal that was in prison, that he had while in prison. And so she's the one that got him the job and the place to work and his and he ends up living with her in Binghampton, New York. So B I N G H A M P T O N New York. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And yes, his parole officer knows about this. Oh, I would hope. <laughs> For the now. Yeah. Um do they get married? Just continue. I was going to ask the same thing, but I was like, I'll just wait. So he's in this town. Apparently, it's a little town. Everyone knows everybody here. And when they find out about what he's done, they end up running him out of town. Cool. He moves to Delhi, New York, or his parole officer moves the both of them to Delhi, New York. And then he's run out of that town. So then they end up having to be moved to a flesh. So it's F-L-E-I-S. C-H-M-A-N-S, New York. Flushman's New York? Yo, I told these little shitheads to tell me when they're here! Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona. Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We have a mid-episode guest. Yeah. It's Dave. It's my best friend's husband. Get down. Finn, get out of here. Go. Go lay down, dude. You want a quick recap? That would be lovely. Okay, so... (laughs) Basically, there's this kid. He's been hit in the head like five times in his life. A lot of shit going on. Already married three times? Four. Three? Three. three. Okay. He's, three times. He curr- he's currently running around with another woman because they keep on getting kicked out of every town that they're in. Right. Yeah. He supposedly did a tour in Vietnam, but he was he said that he was like a one-man patrol, that he like killed 39 people and then like cannibalized and all that stuff, women. Rambo. But he was like... <laughs> yeah. See? See? <laughs> He actually did none of that. He was just a clerk stationed over in Vietnam. So he was, like, handing out all the supplies, not actually shooting people. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then when he came back home, he beat the shit out of his second wife. They got divorced. Then he got married again. And then he, he ended kids. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He killed two kids. And then... In Vietnam? 
no, 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 no. When he came back home. He, he was living in New York, Watertown, New York. He ends up t- killing two kids. The first one, he was a suspect in the murder, ends up not getting any time for it because they don't have any physical evidence. So then he, they, he becomes the prime suspect in the second one. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll tell you where the body is for the first one. But if you give me a lesser sentence. So they were like, all right, fine, because they don't have any evidence on the second one either. Yeah. So then... He got 25 years, and he only served for 14 of them. How'd he get out? Good behavior. Good behavior. For murder. Yeah. For killing a kid. She was eight. I'm back. So Dave was asking about how he came about finding these children, like Mm -hmm. how he came about to killing them. So apparently when with the boy, shit, what's his name? Jack. Look. (laughs) I didn't have enough time to look down. So he was actually fishing. The 10-year-old boy came up to him and just started asking him questions. It was like saying this, this, and this. And then Arthur was like, Ayo, like, beat it. And he was like, like, this is according to Arthur, though. And so then the kid was just pissing him off. So he decided to kill him. Unfortunately, that was that. And then the little girl. That was like him beating up the kid for the snowball. Yeah. He got jail time for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Well, this no, kid no. threw a yeah. snowball at his car. A 13-year-old kid threw a snowball at his car. And so then yeah, Arthur the got out the car and beat the shit out of the kid and got... Probation. Only. Yeah. Is it always kids? Yeah. Yes. So, oh. so far. Yeah. And his wife, he said. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So then he gets moved around to three different small towns, but because they are small towns, they all find out about him being a child killer. Yeah, no secrets in small towns. Mm -hmm. Definitely not that one. So they're like, no, we can't have this. We can't have this. And so then, what did we say? Fleischmann's? Oh, we didn't get to that part. That's when DoorDash happened. Okay, so then the third place that he moved to was, like, Fleischman's New York or something. So each one was in New York. His parole officer was the one moving him around. So each one was in New York, and he was run out of all three of those towns and ends up in Rochester, New York. And at this time, oh, he was released because of good behavior, and he had a pen pal that ends up getting him a house and a job. So he's moving to all of these. (laughs) But they're both moving. Yeah, they're both Mm -hmm. going. So he's going with her to all of these places. House job, house job, all of this stuff. And so parole officers moving him around everywhere. Was that like a jailhouse thing? Like he was writing letters? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he moves to Rochester, New York with Rose. And he ends up getting a job at a place called G&G Cheese. Okay. Did he set this one on fire too? No. Oh, he burnt down a paper mill and a cheese Cheese. factory. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but not this cheese place no, no. not this cheese place no. <laughs> when he gets to rochester new york because it's a bigger place all of this stuff everything's great they don't want him to have any more issues and they don't want him to be bounced around anymore so they actually seal his criminal records oh, so shit. no one ends up knowing that he is a child killer what? they can't find it anymore wow yeah. So like, yeah They're really allowed hard. to do that? Yes, 100%. Damn. I well, mean, I guess, I guess like, so. changing your name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's basically at this point wasting resources because they have to keep bouncing him around yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little ridiculous. So, <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is really hard. Maybe we should just clear the record. <laughs> it's like Mary Kate and Ashley, and our lips are sealed. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember that name. 
They were in. They were under a witness protection program because of some Neil Diamond thing. It was the like a whatever and then everywhere they get to they literally get to one town they're like okay everyone we're here and we're under witness protection program don't tell anyone yeah yeah they moved them like 50 different times before they sent them to australia (laughs) and they were like we really need to make this shit work (laughs) (laughs) yeah so while at this uh company he actually works night shift he frequents with prostitutes and at this time, he is with Rose Wiley, but he ends up having a mistress named Clara. Mm. She works in a... What are those things Brothel? called? Brothel? No. She's not a prostitute? No. Then I don't know. What is, what's her name? Clara. Clara. C-L-A-R-A. Where the old people are. A nursing home? That. <laughs> <laughs> That is definitely not what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> 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 Where old people are. <laughs> what year is that? 87? I don't know. Leslie's writing down April, those things. Yeah, April, April 87. 87. So then. When he was released. So does all that bouncing around, has a lot of fun. He's just like traveling all in New York at this point. And they settle down. So March 24th, 1988. Mm. The body of Dorothy Blackburn is found. She's thrown in a creek near a bridge, which is by the Genesee River. And the autopsy report shows that she was strangled and her genitals were bitten. Oh, my God. They were like bite marks. Because that's Ew. what happens. Rawr. Atlanta! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something about roast beef, but never mind. I still said it. Are you talking about your kitty meow meow? (laughs) Stop it. She's dead. (laughs) Stop. Um, This ends up actually becoming a cold case. (laughs) They couldn't find any leads whatsoever. No physical evidence. So his wife. Was hmm? it his no. wife? No. No, no. This is Dorothy. Okay. Yeah. This is, who is this person? Just some random, Just a random person. Okay, it's no connection to him yet. Okay. No. Yeah. Prostitute, I think. Wow. Lady of the night. I don't know. You're the one that did the research. Yeah. No, I know. But we're getting there. It's fine. So then September 11th of 1988, the remains of Anna Stephan was Stephens was found. It was her skeletal remains and the... Body was actually covered, or what was left of it, was covered with roof shingles and brush. It said that she had her tank top wrapped around her wrist and her pants around her ankles. This was also dumped by the Genesee River Gorge. Anything else? Hmm? Bite marks? No, because it was just skeletal remains. Oh, skeletal. Oh! I just... Okay. (laughs) It's fine. So, July 29th... What? I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I told you. Okay. So October 27th, 1989, a Patricia Ives is found down the hill from where they end up realizing that Anna's body was found. And then not too long afterwards, they had found another body that was later identified. And I'll get to that in a minute. Or I'll get, I'll give you guys that name in a minute. But around this time, Rose and Arthur marry. Oh, yeah. So this is wife number four. Yeah, this is wife number four, and he still has his mistress. Ah, okay. (laughs) 
Clara. So Clara is the mistress. Rose is the wife. Rose was the pen pal while he was in in jail. Jail. Does she yeah. know about Clara? I would clearly s- not. Yeah, I would say no. Yeah, so she puts up with a lot. She wouldn't put up with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then it said that these four bodies were found within a half mile, like of each other. Yeah. This is like the Green River Killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's another day. Yeah, Alaska. So the police start interviewing sex workers because it come come to find out all of these women were sex workers. They were prostitutes that had gone missing, and the police had interviewed other sex workers, and they are told. So the police are told that there is a guy named Mitch from G and G that frequents them. When the police follow this lead, it is said that they actually went and talked to the wrong shift manager. And so it was considered a dead end. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, because they went during the day yeah, and since he works at night, yep, it was considered a dead end because the shift manager is like, we don't have anybody here that looks like that. Like, nope. Like, not or by that name. that name. Yep. Well, I mean, even if they uh, went Arthur, that day, yeah. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Almost. But if they had a description, they'd be like, oh, that's actually Arthur. I guess. Or they just asked. If he looked just... like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for a no. I don't know. I haven't looked him up, so I don't know. <laughs> On November 11th of that same year, another body was found. This was June Stock, and she was not a sex worker. When they found her body, she was face down, and when they turned her over, they realized that she was actually cut from her sternum to her vagina, and body Holy parts shit. were removed. What, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Did he eat her? Oh, in Guam, he said that he ate people. I said that. I mean, that he cannibalized Vietnam. women. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was like, where Listen, did Guam personal is- personal information? <laughs> I thought of Guam while I was talking to him. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Oh, whatever. Tiny islands. <laughs> Vietnam is not an island. I know. <laughs> Her head it is now. <laughs> I was trying to make it better. They don't know this. <laughs> the two in front of us don't know this. Maybe you. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so, New Year's Eve, 1989. Okay. A trooper says that... A passing motorist. So there was a person who ends up seeing boots off to the side of the road. And then the trooper is called and goes to investigate. When he gets to the scene, the trooper finds that with the boots, there's actually a pair of pants with a birth certificate in the back pocket that belongs to a Felicia Stevens. Mm. When they... Find out who exactly who it is. They call the family, find out that she has been missing, but because she was also a sex worker and not living at home, that they weren't sure where she was or what was happening. So then they do a full-blown search for this girl. Okay. Because clearly... She's Something not at happened. home. Yeah. I think. Oh, they didn't find the body. They, just they didn't the find the body. They just found her shoes, her pants, and her birth certificate. Okay. So three days later, a full search is underway. They end up using a helicopter to start searching for the body, and they end up finding a body frozen in the river. 
So the same area, Genesee River kind of thing. Yeah. They end up finding a body. It's like underneath a bridge, but you can still kind of see it. What the um, fuck? When they see this body, though, they realize that there is a guy that is in a car not too far from it on the outside of the car urinating and then they watch the guy go into the passenger seat of the car scoot over to the driver's seat and then just drive off what yeah so he had gotten out of the driver or the passenger seat of the car was standing up urinating apparently was not far from the the body at all like was on the side of the road right just scoots on over like they watch him do this from the helicopter and then he just starts driving off so they follow him in the helicopter (laughs) okay he doesn't he doesn't notice no 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 no. in the interview we'll get to that in a second (laughs) but they (laughs) they end up following this car to the nursing home And when they call for backup and all that stuff, so the foot patrol goes there, they go in, they actually start talking to Arthur. He's like, yeah, this is my name, blah, blah, blah. And so they're asking him about everything and they end up taking him in for questioning because of all the things that are going on. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they, huh? So he was just visiting the body? We'll get to that. I don't even know. I don't. He was peeing. Yeah, he was peeing. But yes, close. But it he was, was her, right. Her yeah. body in the river, already frozen in the river. Yeah. I know. So then the, the other people who were looking for Felicia Stevens go and check on this frozen body and actually find out that it is the body of a June Cicero, which is considered to be the queen bee of prostitutes in that area. (gasps) Like all the prostitutes are kind of terrified of her because whatever she wants, she gets like, if she wants that corner that day, you better give it to her. Like she is fierce. She is known. She is like one of the top ones. And so it's her body and she had been missing for a few days at this point. Okay, so it's not Felicia. Nope. All right. Her body is still missing, I believe. I thought it was Felicia's body in the water. Yeah, no. What the fuck? Still doesn't explain why he was there, though, right? Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. While they're interrogating him, he denies even knowing that the body was there. He was like, I just got out the car to pee. I had to pee, so I got out the car to pee. I mean, valid. He's like, everybody gets out the passenger side. It's not weird. (laughs) Well, and the thing was, is that when they went to go pick him up, they had a red flag with him because they're like, oh, so you were just driving this car, right? He was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, can we please have your license? And he was like, oh, I don't have a license because I'm on parole. (laughs) (laughs) What? So then they're like, but you were just driving, dude. (laughs) So he just kind of was like, yeah. So they took him in. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. I believe June Cicero actually went missing on December 17th, and her body was cut to the bone on both sides of her crotch, and he had attempted to remove her sex organs. That's not how this works. So he, like, attempted to shove his hand in there and then pull him out, but didn't. What? I don't know. Ugh. He was like, this is hard. I don't know what I'm doing. 
He dropped out of he dropped out of school, so I don't know if he got to anatomy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So during his interrogation, they actually take him out for lunch and dinner because the longer that they keep him, the more more he's he's just telling them. He's like, well, you know, well, you know. So they take him out to lunch, and he's like, well, as he's eating, well, blah 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 blah. And then dinner comes around. Oh yeah, let's go out to dinner. So they take him out to places to eat, and he just starts giving them like crucial information. What the fuck? Only he, like the killer, would know. And about while June? about just all of all these of different, yeah, all not, of these different things. Not like openly confessing yet. Yeah, just, no, just no, no that confession stuff yet. That no, only, so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Only he okay. Yep. <laughs> so then, while they have him, while they're interrogating, they end up getting a search warrant for his apartment, and they find wipes in his house. They're like cleaning wipes. I believe they said they were under the sink like in the little cabinet part that the fibers went with one of the scenes of so it was june and dorothy that they found pieces of fiber that went with the wipes that were underneath his sink okay what is that called evidence forensic (laughs) forensic Um, When the police had contacted the supplier of the wipes, the supplier, which is out in Ohio, says that they only distribute to G&G in Rochester, New York. So that's the only place in that area that actually gets those wipes. (laughs) I called it. (sighs) (laughs) So then the police end up talking to the sex workers again and there was one by joe one by the name of joanne van nordstrom that was interviewed and she actually was an eyewitness that said that she saw elizabeth with shawcross but again they called him mitch right Mm -hmm. but she was able to positively id him and say that that was the person that elizabeth left with the when she went missing which one is elizabeth the birth Mm -hmm. the bit birth certificate no no that's felicia okay whatever she's just one of the dead people okay yeah there's so many she was I a feel elizabeth was like a while ago i was gonna say was she the 88 one okay that's fine that's fine that's fine oh oh there okay sorry i didn't say that one yet but there was a girl by the name of elizabeth gibson and she was found in an apple orchard but i don't have a date for that yet i was gonna give you the list of those in a minute but there oh, was one. Sorry. There was one. Sorry, there was one who went missing, and she was found in an apple orchard. And she was. It was the same. Like she was strangled mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I sorry. Oh, his mom's name is Elizabeth. That's what. Oh. I was like, Where? I know I heard Elizabeth somewhere. Yeah. So she was another sex worker that ended up going missing. They end up being able to do a search of his car. And they find the earring belonging to June in his car. And the way that they could connect the earring to her is because her other earring was still in her ear when they found the body. Okay. That's what I figured. Yeah. And they also found the fibers, I think, from June's clothing in his car. And this is all still in, like, the beginning of 89? Yeah. Yeah. This is all throughout 89. Yeah. So. They're whining and dying them. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I was gonna say that was that was December thirty first of eighty nine. Yeah, you said New Year's Eve. Yeah, no. So she they're in ninety. Me. So she was. Yeah, this is ninety. 
1990. Oh, That's why I, I was confused. I was like, what? No. Yeah, no. This is 1990. So January 4th, 1990, he is properly arrested and he eventually admits to 10 homicides and tells the cops that he will take them to the bodies that they have not found yet. What? So yeah. he was visiting yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He probably had a little calendar. It was like, oh, yeah, they found it this day. Yeah. Like, how long does it take for the cops to actually find these missing people? Yeah. He, yeah. he doesn't actually admit to going back and visiting the body. He, or at least, at least June's body, he does not admit going back to there. He was like, I just completely forgot she was there. But they're like, no, he definitely <laughs> went back. Yeah, because there's one that he killed and then went back later to, quote, unquote, clean up the scene and ends up decapitating her, throwing her head in the river and then just kind of leaving the body there. What the fuck? So they, I don't think that they ever found like her head, but they had found her body. He's like the Ted Bundy. The head. Yeah, and then the one <laughs> the one where she was cut from sternum to pelvic bone, they at, were actually out on a date that day from what he says and that he had gotten annoyed with her because I'm assuming that sh- things didn't go the way that he wanted. So then he ends up killing her and then he kills her and he says that he sat with her body the whole day until dark and then decides to cut her open. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is all while he's married and has a mistress. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had a lot of time on his hands. I yeah. don't know. He wasn't um, going to work as long as we all thought he is. Yeah, no, not if he's visiting prostitutes. Yes. I mean, they work oh. during the day. They work nights, right? He worked nights, and he no, was I'm going to go visit prostitutes can work during the day. Yeah, we know that, but he doesn't. He's visiting his mistress at the nursing home. <laughs> and then he's like, she works get at back the nursing home. And- the mistress is the one who works at the okay. nursing home. You so said- when, <sighs> so brain. when the cops follow him to the nursing home, he is going to go visit his mistress. Okay, okay, and okay. he was actually using. Her car. I thought you were like, okay, I thought the mistress was in the nursing home when you said the, his mistress at the nursing home. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she is older than him. I think she's sorry. older than him by 14 years. Okay. So she yeah. could be in the nursing home. Oh, wow. Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like, yeah. She lives at the nursing home. <laughs> She, she uh, might be in her sixties by then, so she she could. So ten murders. He yeah admits he to. he admits to yeah. So September seventeenth, he goes to trial and he tries to plead insanity, but that's dismissed because of the fact that he went back to go visit these. So they're like, no, he knew what he was doing. He was in the right mind, and he actually went back to go visit. The scene of the crime because he was sitting there telling everybody no way i would just got so upset that i blacked out and then when i came to i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> exactly so it was three weeks of trials and eight hours of deliberation so in monroe county they had the 10 people that he admitted to and he was sentenced to 25 years each, so he got 250 years just in Monroe County. He Thank God. Eight. Don't <laughs> say that. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh, they let him out early. That's crazy. The the first one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. That that's insane. Which he never admitted to killing Felicia, but he was still convicted with that murder as well. He was tried and convicted of that murder okay. as well. Even though he never admitted to it, everything was identical. Yeah. So they got him for that one as well. And then there was one which I believe was the Elizabeth girl, the one in the apple orchard, and he was sentenced to 25 years for her in Wayne County. 275. Uh, and he was serving it at Sullivan Correctional Facility in Fallsburg, New York. Is he still alive? We're going to get there. Okay. Yeah. Leslie Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but besides... the end? <laughs> yeah, so besides besides the one in the apple did orchard... Did divorced? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did they? Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so besides the one... Besides the one in the apple orchard, all of these dump sites end up being up and down the Genesee River. So yeah. his... Nickname was the Genesee River Killer or Strangler. Mm. Yeah. The Green River Killer. That's the last <laughs> Yes, he does end up getting a divorce. Thank you. From Rose. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I believe after 10 years of being incarcerated, he ends up marrying Clara. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the mistress? Yes. The, mistress. the nursing home lady. She's I, 70 at this point. I'm pretty oh sure God. I'm pretty sure that she does from what it said. Yeah, she they end up getting getting married. Wow. <laughs> from what I can't. from what I understood. Fifth, fifth wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Holy shit. Okay. And they have to know. They would have to know it by this point. Oh yeah. yeah. 100%. Like she 100% knew. Like he was in jail. It's not like, oh, this is like sorry babe, I'm in Bermuda. I can't talk to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like I'm on vacation for a little while. No, like she knows 100% that he's in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get married anyway. Oh, my God. (sighs) And that's the thing, because Rose knew, like, had to have known what he was in jail for because she was pen palling him the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah, The 14 and a half years. So she knew, like, she knew he was in jail. Murder. And then they end up asking, like, hey, does your wife know about any of this? And he was, like, apparently freaking out. Like, no, she had nothing to do with this. Don't you dare. Like, don't go after her. She doesn't know anything. Damn. Mm. Yeah. Like, was saying that about the the At least you know he cared about somebody. I don't know if that's it. What? I think. Okay, fine. Anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Jumping forward. 2008. That's when I graduated high school. Beautiful age of 63. He starts complaining of leg pains and ends up dying of cardiac arrest. Blood clot. (laughs) Yeah. So he's dead. June? Huh? No, or you just said 2008. I just said 2008. I didn't say what day. No. Damn. Did he ever uh, confess to anything else? Or I always Mm. wonder what those people, if you ever got, if we got ever one of them. Like, Um, they really admitted to all of them. Because there's so many. I feel like these were... Okay, so they said that he, like, confessed, but he always claimed... Like, he always had a reason for doing it. Like, it wasn't his fault they made me do it kind of thing. So 
they never got like a straightforward yeah, yeah. I killed her yeah it was like oh yeah I accidentally did that because she pushed she me made to do me it. do it yeah, yeah. And I so, feel like that's a little confession. And so one person was saying that even though he probably preferred killing children, that... Prostitutes he only did the two that we know of. Well, and yeah. that's what he was going after because he went after the little girl. But because children brought so much attention so quickly yeah. that he had to change. So it's oh. not considered preferred. It is now considered situational. Yeah. Okay. That's what that's what like psychologist professional was saying. Because a lot of was the thing with serial killers is they normally go after prostitutes because no one's gonna put like a missing persons out because like their mm-hmm. family doesn't but, know where they are yeah. and yeah, so yeah. Also put that person in your car late at night, yeah, in a secret way. Anyway, that's that transaction. So yeah, you're already right there. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, and. I'm sorry, backtrack, he was actually, he had actually said that when they were, like, looking for him, that apparently he would be, like, out on a stoop or something like that. And because of the way he was dressed, because he didn't stick out in, like, society, he kind of blended in with everything. So that's why he was never really considered a suspect at Mm -hmm. first. But that somebody who was undercover because of the way that Arthur was dressed had assumed that he was also part of the undercover and starts talking to him about all the other people down on the street working undercover. So then he knows who's who on the street. What the fuck? And so he's sitting there. He's like, I'm laughing because this guy's talking to me thinking that I'm just another one of them. And he's just giving me. And so, again, this is what he's saying had happened I mean, and stuff I kind like of believe it. Yeah. They're in a smallish town. Rochester? Oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. But it was also said that he would go into, like, a Dunkin' Donuts that was nearby. So when the cops are in there, like, just kind of discussing things here and there, he's sitting in there also listening to these conversations and giving side comments like, yeah, I told my girlfriend to be safe because girls are getting snatched up left and right. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh so he's God. sitting there telling us, again, these are things that he's saying that he was doing. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like he was getting like... A little bit of information here and there from people in the area because he didn't stick out that much. Like people thought him odd, but yeah, but he probably kept to himself from for normal people. He wasn't like making conversations. Kept to himself. He's sticking it in everybody that walks by. The hell. <laughs> but normal. People. But he's, you know, he's hanging out down in those areas of town late yeah. at night or whatever. So yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, nobody. Knows. Mm. It's okay. a hot mess. Because there was actually a list of the people, I can give you the names, the date that they disappeared, and then the date that the body was discovered. I don't yeah. feel like you actually have to write these down, but I figured... I think it's good to say him. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a Dorothy Blackburn. She was 27. She went missing March 18th, 1988, and her body was discovered March 24th of that year. Anne-Marie Stephan was 28. She went missing July 9th of 88, and her body was discovered September 11th of 88. Dorothy Keeler was 59, and she went missing July 29th of 89, 
and was found October 21st of 89. Patricia Ives was 25, went missing September 29th, 89, and was found October 27th, 89. June Stott was 30. She went missing on October 23rd, 89, and was found November 23rd of 89. Marie Welch was 22. She went missing November 5th of 89 and was found January 5th of 1990. Frances Brown was 22. She went missing November 11th of 89 and was found November 15th of 89. Kimberly Logan was 30. She went missing November 15th of 89 and was found November 15th of 89. Elizabeth Gibson was 29, was went missing on November 25th of 89 and was found November 27th of 89. Darlene Trippy was 32. She went missing December 15th of 89 and was found January 5th, 1990. June Cicero was 33. She went missing December 17th of 89 and was found January 3rd, 1990. And Felicia Stevens was 20. She went missing December 28th of 89 and then was found December 31st of 89. Hmm. I don't know. I guess they found her body. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. So those were all the ones that they could connect to him. Yeah. Yep. What the heck? Sometimes I want to ask my parents if like they remember these things being on the news. I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't make. No, no, I don't. But sometimes it doesn't make the news. (laughs) Right. Yeah, this is true. What? I could ask you. You remember shenanigans from when you were that little? I was five. Uh (laughs) I'm not going to remember that. I'm actually really sad that you're not going to be here for my next story. What's the next one? I can't tell you. Damn. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, because she to has him. to record hers and then. Is it part of this or it's? It's, it's a, a new completely story. different one. Yep. Well, give me a heads up on the next one because I, I, I would like to prepare a little bit, just, <laughs> just a little bit. I feel like, say, unless, I'll, I'll send is... you the schedule and then you can come on a day okay. and mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. just record. How, how far in advance do you pick like what your topic is? Like, oh, that's you... between them two. I don't know anything. It depends on how I feel. Sometimes okay. it's months. Sometimes it's hours. Apparently she's been researching this one for months, and she just finished researching it. I so. was confused as to if I had done this yet. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not <laughs> familiar when you started it, but actually by the time you got into it. I she said that. it reminded well, her a lot of like Albert Fish or yeah. like, yes. the Icebox guy, the mafia No, guy. because I was wondering oh. if we had done New York. Or this guy, and because he was in New York, and you guys said no, but then I said that it reminded me of Albert Fish, with mm. going after the kids and yeah. leaving them, yeah, and eating people. Didn't yeah. he like like hammer nails into himself and stuff too? <laughs> nah, it was the no. that one into his crotch. Oh. Yeah, you just snap him off and leave him there. I have a question. Yeah, why did he cut them up? Yeah, did they ever explain that? Or he ever No, they just knew that he had, like, it just showed his disgust towards women. And it was saying something, like, he just, it it just showed his hatred. That's all it really mm. was. Yeah, so, it, was, it was never about concealment, really. No. I guess maybe with the one no. girl when he tried to remove yeah. her head. But most of it, yeah, it's all. It no, was just I, for funsies almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like I but, said, oh, wait, did I discuss that? What? 
what did I tell you that that he he said that when he was younger, like he was sodomized by his mom, oh, yeah. and that his aunt performed oral sex on him, and oh, by the time God. he was like early teens, that he was having sex with his sister, and so like that would make sense, but there's no evidence of that actually happening. Like none of them, like all of them, are like no, that never happened, and so yeah, yeah they, that's pretty unbelievable. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, abuse happens. Uh, especially way back then, but yeah. that sounds insane. Well, the thing is, is like I can see him do. He was the oldest of four, so if he were to come on to his little sister, yeah, like depending on her age, then I could see that happening. That's like but, Eileen Warnos, she was having relations with her older brother. <laughs> so it really just, that? yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, we know you don't remember things. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like, I guess depending on how everything was, because for a, a little bit, his dad was in the military as well. And so, like, and if. Second life. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. He had a wife. Dad and had a wife and a kid in Australia. Wow. Mm hmm. So it was just like, there was so much going on, but none of it, none of it could really be verified. Like, nobody, nobody was saying, oh, yeah, no, that 100% happened. Yeah, I think it was so easy to live those double lives back Ugh, you know, oh my before, god yeah you know, the interweb yeah electronic background check type stuff mm. yeah ridiculous i Him think it would have been Vietnam. fun we definitely he's yeah what i mean he might have mental stuff but he definitely seemed to oh seek he out. had what was oh. it xyy syndrome xyy yeah. syndrome so he and had an extra y chromosome yeah. For, but that also was like aggressive or it well, makes you have a lower IQ. Slower. And yeah. it also, well, I was Googling when she brought it up. It does give you, like, bouts of aggression. And it, like, messes with you, your features. Like, you have more feminine features, which I don't think that really matters. He did not look feminine. <laughs> did you look at him? Yeah. Did you look at him when all this stuff was going down at first? And he got hit in the head a lot of times with rocks. And a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah, he got and hit he in the head. And he didn't die. And he is not dead. Wow. And he fell off a 60 foot ladder or 40. 40. Oh goodness, 40. Because I'm just, it's. <laughs> no, it's traumatic head injury. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I yeah. know that's what, after five the first of them. one. Five of them. After the one first one. for each wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have a head injury. <laughs> Even it out. Ugh. No, oh my God. After the first head injury, I was like, oh, shit. I mean, yeah. You could maybe, yeah, he had mental issues in that, but he sought out mm -hmm. weakness. Yeah, 100%. So, and, and it must have taken some mental capacity to keep all that shit together. So yeah. Uh, yeah, when... You know, a mistress, a wife, a job, murdering people. <laughs> to yeah. hold, the thing is to hold the job much. throughout that two-year period and commit all of these murders at the same time like to go on dates yeah. like he was on a date with the one while he had a mistress and, and a wife, wife. yeah <laughs> and they said that it was possible that he had that one year break because even though he had the girlfriend at home that the the wife no 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 like he had the wife but then his mistress and him were having so many issues that he was just trying to keep that relationship together. So that's why he had that year break of not uh, killing. Ah, okay. 
So uh, appeasing yeah. people. So mm-hmm. then he can be like, okay, I'm going out now. But when he was younger, he had an IQ of 86. And then when he was tested upon his arrest, I believe for these murders, he had an IQ of 95. What's average? Like 120? I think so. I think so. It's a below average, but still not. Still capable of thinking. I feel like like he did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Not sound decisions, but. No, but... Decisions. <laughs> Man was making moves. Uh, average IQ score is between 85 to 115. Oh, so he was right there. Yeah, he's in the majority. I guess that's why that defense didn't work. Wait, but did his driver's side door not work? This is all I'm really wondering. <laughs> you know, honestly, and I guess that's why it stuck out to them, because they're like, we saw him get into the passenger side, but then he went all the way to the driver's side. And I'm just Did like, he come out of the driver's side of the nursing no. home? No. What? Yes. 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 So he opened the driver's side door yeah, at the nursing he home. He opened the door, got out, and went into Maybe the nursing home through the back door. he was going to clip him, because he was on the side of the road. So that's why he went over to the passenger side. He's in the uh, bridge in the forest. I was going to say, he's in the middle of... (laughs) I could literally show you. Okay. You good? Yeah. I just don't know if he's found or not, and I don't want to put out this information if he has been found. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just do it. Okay, so the Rochester Police Department is asking for assistance in locating Tommy Williams, 26. Williams is described as 5'9", 180 pounds, with a face tattoo near his left eye. He was last seen wearing gray ripped jeans and a blue and red sweatshirt. Police are asking for anyone with any information on his whereabouts to call 911. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. That was fast. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. For hanging out with us. Yeah, of course, this was awesome. Actually, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I'm, I'm telling you. I just got thrown into it. Yeah. I'm, well, that's what we'll do. We'll do it. We'll pick a weekend and we'll go down to their house, set up. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. There. Yep. That works. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then we'll have like four or five episodes to do in one day. Then we can right. stick the kids outside and just be like, go away. <laughs> go swim in the ocean. Not too far, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we could do that. Yeah, we'd have space. Or ba- we could do it in the basement, I think. Mm-hmm. We just need, like, a table this big. We'll take the table. Yeah. I think we have this exact folding table also. But, but you don't have, have my hole. custom holes in it? Oh, <laughs> I got my it's going to be really cord. hard. <laughs> yeah, I did. I just exacto knived it. I was just like... Underneath of the table. <laughs> well, I tried using a drill and it kept slipping. So I just stuck the exacto knife in there. And I just made holes. <laughs> I have one, and it just kept melting the plastic onto the bits. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> trust me. <gasps> ah! Lady bits. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yep, what was his name again? The guy? Arthur Shawcross. Yeah. He was a hot mess. You saying goodbyes. Goodbye. Well, no, you got to do rate, review, subscribe, I don't follow. know that mess. You're asking a lot for me right now. At ECC the podcast. I can barely retain regular information. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Rate, review. <laughs> Why she always do that? Don't forget to subscribe. Also true. All, all the things above. Bye. You, okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye.
Where? Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!